you didn't tell me I'm going to be freaking blown away by the intro. God damn. Who that was fire. <laughs> Dude, I can tell, like, I can see, like, your image in the, the thing just being like, what? <laughs> No, dude, I didn't see that coming. Dude, that was amazing. Nice. Dude, I had fun with that. Yeah. Like, I had a hell of a lot of fun with that. I just can't uh, believe I said it was so fire. Yeah, I know. Freaking weird. Um, <laughs> trying to keep it real with the kids these days. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. Anyway, uh, what is up, bros? I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. Uh, this week on the podcast, we are trying something new-ish, kind of. Like it's an official test <laughs> of a, a video podcast, so we'll see how that ends up going. Um, so yeah, if it sounds a little different, just know that's... That's the uh, the issue. So, this week in 4K Spotlight, we have one new release to talk about that Rose and I have... I don't... Have you seen any of these movies? No, I haven't seen one John Wick movie. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. It's, it's not really that much of a spoiler. <laughs> like, it's... Like, yeah, it's a, it's John Wick 4 is coming out. Although, uh, okay, so speak, with, with this, I also have another thing to add with 4K Spotlight. Because, like, shit's crazy. I, I got I got shit to talk about with 4K Spotlight. Okay. <laughs> I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm so pumped. Um, so, yeah, we'll be talking about the stuff in 4K Spotlight, or the item in 4K Spotlight. Uh, we didn't really have anything in the news this week, at least nothing that interested us. Uh, no trailers or whatnot, so we'll be skipping that, and we will be getting right into our headliner. Uh, which will be our breakdown of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, so without further ado, let's, uh, let's say we get into it. Do it. Need motivation? Angry Dad Podcast. Trying to jumpstart your life? Angry Dad Podcast. You want help getting off the couch? Angry Dad Podcast. You need a verbal kick in the ass? Angry Dad Podcast. You want to hear from somebody who's been through it all? Angry Dad Podcast. I am here for you. You can find me on all podcast platforms. All right, he's starting off with 4K Spotlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. A lot of the laughing that everyone's going to hear, like if you're listening to this through the the audio like a normal human being, um, we're going to be laughing about this, the visual stuff. Because <laughs> I had way too much fun designing shit this Wait, week. Wait, so I can't remember because... Are, are we releasing this episode? This it was uh, it was up in the air. Okay, I just couldn't remember. Sorry. Yeah, did you did you want to, <laughs> or not want to? Can we can, can we decide it by at the uh, the Jesus? Can we decide at the end? We can definitely decide it at the end. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, uh, first up in 4K spotlight, we got the release of John Wick Four. Uh. So Rose, if you would like to tell everyone about that. I would love to. Um, so, starting off, because there are so many goddamn exclusives of this movie. Like, holy shit. Um, so, starting off, this is just going to be the regular 4K release uh, with the freaking awesome poster that came out for this movie where his tie is... Uh, f- uh, what is it called? 
um, where it's a, it's not a sand timer. That is not the word I'm looking for. Do you by chance know the word? Hourglass, right? That's the yeah, that's the word. Um, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how I forgot that, but <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, so classic. You know, the one of the classic posters from this movie that looks freaking badass. Um, yeah, dude, I freaking love love this picture. Dude, it's a good one. Like, I don't. John Wick has been one that I've like had such a hard time thinking of alternate designs. Like any other movie that's come out, I can usually come up with like one or two alternate designs. This one, I I couldn't come up with jack shit. So I mean, this is this is perfect in my, I mean, my opinion. Dude, wait. I mean, dude, wait till you see these exclusives. Because if I I wish I liked or I wish I had seen all the John Wick movies. But at the same time, I'm glad I haven't because my wallet is happy that I haven't because God, God damn, there are so many cool ass exclusives for this movie. But I know it's the same case with the third one. Right. So. Uh, so. So we got that one. Next up, uh, we have one of the Walmart exclusives. Uh, so this is just a regular Blu-ray version, but for just being regular Blu-ray, it looks badass. Dude, that uh, is way sick. That that's right. almost like steelbook quality cover, right? I actually think the Walmart exclusive covers because these are just regular, you know, slip covers. Um, I think these are better than the Best Buy steelbook. The Best Buy steelbooks, like it's good, but I hate that it's only one color and it's not like it's not like very artistic like like this one and the other Walmart exclusive. Right. Um, See, like I said, I hate that I haven't seen these movies because <laughs> I want to appreciate this artwork. I, I mean, I do, but I want to be able to appreciate it even more if I are Jesus. I feel I'd appreciate it more if I'd actually seen the damn movie. Right. Like this is this is one I just kind of needed freaking grin and bear it and just watch him already. Like I've heard nothing Same but here. good things about the movies. Um, yeah, same it, here. I, I've been told it's like shut your brain off action, which I can totally get into. Oh, yeah, same it's, here. And I mean, it's Keanu Reeves. Like, who doesn't love Keanu Reeves? Very true. Very if you don't, you're true. crazy. <laughs> like, seriously, if you don't love Keanu Reeves, there's something wrong with you. Oh, absolutely. Man is a saint. Dude, straight up. Yeah, right? Ugh, freaking love him. Um. So, yeah, so that's one of the Walmart exclusives. Uh, next up, the other Walmart exclusive, which is the 4K. Uh, and oh, it's so beautiful. This one's pretty cool. Like it's kind of it's the same artwork, just uh, what is it? Not he's not have it like wearing a jacket. I or think is that's the jacket weird. still. No, okay, so yeah, in this one, yeah, in the 4K, he's not wearing a jacket, and the big uh, orange circle thingy is in the background. Yeah, that one's pretty so, cool too. I love when they go to like artistic places with the covers. Oh, same here. Same here. I feel a lot of people would say that's what they that's what they wish they did with the Super Mario Bros. movie, uh, at least with the Steelbook. Because um, uh, I mean, I got the Steelbook, of course, but I know many people would say that it's very plain. But... I mean, they wouldn't be a hundred percent wrong, but still, like it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. It, no, it is. 
and I got some stuff that that's actually like the story is like uh, the whole like release of the Super Mario Bros. movie. It's it was a freaking like apparently it was a train wreck or some shit like that. So oh jeez, yeah, dude, I got some shit to talk about. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's the other Walmart exclusive. Next up, we have the Target exclusive, um, which I actually really like what they're okay. So I don't. So I don't love these, but I appreciate the continuity with these because uh, I think a couple weeks before the fourth one came out, they released chapters one, two, and three in this kind of format with the dog that is like the prominent, I get, yeah, the, the dog that is the prominent dog in each movie is the cover of these. And so they're sticking with that uh, with chapter four. So it's going to look really nice when they're all together. So oh, I will okay. give them that. That is nice. Um, but I mean, out of all the exclusives, this is the one that I would would not pick up unless I had the other three. If Fair. I wanted to complete the set, which I never picked up the other three because, honestly, if I really want to get the John Wick movies, I want to get like all four just on like a steelbook set. But at the same time, I I think they they're already like there. There's early cha- talks of Chapter Five, so I'm like, son of a bitch, it'd be kind of pointless. Um, so I don't know what to do, but, but anyway, that is chapter. So that Jesus, that is the target exclusive. Uh, so this is the, uh, best buy exclusive steelbook. I like that one. (laughs) You, okay. So you like, you like this one? I like that one a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. You know what? Maybe I, I, I take back maybe what I said about how I don't like how, there's not a lot of colors going on with this one. I, I think it I works like that out it's, in its favor. Yeah, it's simplistic, and what's uh, like now that I'm like really looking at this closely, and like you're seeing it too, I kind of want it now. But pre-orders <laughs> have sold out, and um, I don't know if it's, yeah, right. And I don't know if it's going to come back into stock. I guess we'll see. But yeah, freaking yeah, this the steel book is freaking gorgeous. Dude, this one's cool. It kind of has like, um, like Matt Reeves' Batman vibes to it. Yeah, dude. Like oh, where yeah, instead dude, of it being up. like, um, like just a straight up like red photo of of Batman, like it's just like, like you guys know, like if you've seen it, like it's the profile of Batman where it's like all in red. Like it's it kind of has the same vibes, but it's like a full like frontal picture of of john wick that that's freaking dope yeah it's a gorgeous steelbook yeah i freaking love that damn it now i'm kicking myself for not (laughs) pre-ordering it (laughs) ain't that the shit dude dude i already pre-ordered the uh across the spider-verse one because i think it like dropped today on best buy i ain't taking no chance on that absolutely not because it looks beautiful and yeah knowing my luck I, I would miss out on it, and yeah, I'm not missing out on that bitch. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now what they need to do the way that that one looks, they need to uh, re-release a steelbook uh, for Into the Spider Verse that has the same kind of a uh, like the same kind of layout going on. Because now, if I like have them both next to each other. I don't know. It would kind of look weird. It doesn't really fit, but whatever. Uh, next up, we got the Amazon exclusive. 
This one thoughts? doesn't match. This one doesn't match the the tone or just like the the vibe of all like the other John Wicks because like the John Wick logos they're all in like boxed letters and it looks like it's made out of neon or something. This looks like kind of a handwritten vibe that I, it just doesn't yeah. it doesn't match the tone. Like again, I haven't seen the movie, so I'm not 100 percent sure, but it just doesn't match what I imagine john wick to be like okay i've seen like bits and pieces of the first one a couple scenes from the second and nothing from the third so i kind of have a, a general idea of what john wick is this doesn't match that tone at all literally the only thing that i know from john wick is someone kills his dog and then the i swear he says a line like yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm back or some shit like that I want to say sure. that's like a famous. <laughs> I think that's a famous line from one of the John Wick movies. That's literally the only thing that I know about these movies, because I don't think that I have seen one trailer for any of these movies when I've gone to the mo- when I've gone to the movies, which really surprises me. Like I don't think I saw one trailer for John Wick Chapter Chapter Four. Uh, I've seen a couple. Like I know I've seen a couple, but. For the first two, I don't think I saw anything for those. Okay. But I, I remember seeing something for three, and I remember seeing stuff for four. So, okay. I mean, it, I think like the wrong, only cool, average... cool cover, but yeah, not not. I, I'd rate it tone. above the Tard exclusive, but it's definitely like my least favorite uh, next to that one when it comes to the exclusives. Yeah, I probably. Like the artwork isn't like horrible, but it's it's got these petals which I'm sure are significant in the movie, but it kinda has like a blood splatter effect with like white hand painted writing. Which like I said, I don't know if the petals are significant, but it kinda has like almost like a dark romance vibe to the cover. That's a good point. So like it almost, it. it almost feels like he should be like shrunken down. Some other, like another, like a chick should be like up against his chest or and looking like off and away dramatically. Just something like that. Like that's what you sound I'm like a like, freaking James Bond cover. I mean, it's not that far off though. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not against the idea. I don't know how it is with love interests in these movies. I don't imagine if, if it's like. One. Imagine if it's like the dog that's like the main uh, focus of the movie, just like with his paws pressed up against him, <laughs> just like looking to to his father. That would be ridiculous. I was, I was I gonna, I would percent be here for it. I was gonna say looking to his daddy, but as we all know, you lit- maybe it's just me, but the internet has ruined daddy for me. I it, it can only <laughs> be considered sexual now. I don't know about you, but. Remember someone says really. daddy, I'm like, nope. Oh, really? It, so oh, it's, it, it's still okay all, for you? It's still okay for me. Like, it's all it's all context. Like, all right, the, fair so, enough. like, Iris will call me daddy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, see. like, I understand that. But I've heard, like, it's weird. Because it's like, I've heard older women refer to their dads as, as daddy. Yeah. Like, oh, like I I was just hanging out with my daddy this week and I was like, oh, okay. Like not really thinking too much of it, but it's like I'm I'm like the loser that will like if someone refers to that, I think they're talking about their dads when like I've never once heard someone refer to their significant other as that. 
like yeah, ever. We, we, like, I think Brielle we tried. definitely have two different viewings of this because, <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, I've, okay, I've seen that's like, cool. I've seen the Pedro Pascal <laughs> jokes about it, and like, I understand the term. It's just, yeah, like I, I've said the, I his bet. What is he, Poppy Pedro or some or Papa Pedro? Papa Pedro, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, freaking love it. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I got into this. Yeah. I'm going to move on. You know what? From a design doing... aspect, I think what's throwing oh, me off. Oh, sorry. It's all right. What's throwing me off about that other one is kind of like the what they use to highlight his face, like that color. Like it's odd like to see a green, like that greenish okay. hue. Right. Like I think yeah, they should have done, gone for like the solid white. Or whatever yeah. that like that off white that they have um off to the right of his face. Yeah, I, I think I they should have done something for that. that. And then last but not least, we got just the regular Blu-ray cover. Man, I'm not a big fan of this one. I don't mind it. I mean, for I mean, honestly, I would take it over. The I would one. I would take it over the Target exclusive. I'll give you that, but. I mean, for a Blu-ray simple cover that's, you know, like, not exclusive anywhere, it's just bare-bones Blu-ray, it's not bad. I've seen worse. Yeah, same here. Um, okay, so, Super Mario Bros. time really quickly. All right, um, let's hear it. So, yeah, so, today, so yeah, what was it? So, the 6th, that was, you know, the day that Super Mario Bros. came out and everything. Um, and that that is the day that it came out. Um but it seems though that not all exclusives came out for some reason um because i went to four different walmarts and the walmart exclusive was nowhere to be found um the one with the star and everything um so what they're saying is um what is it that uh i've seen like people say that like maybe it will get released next week i don't know if that's actually going to happen um so yeah so that happened um and then apparently uh a lot of um like if i don't i didn't check any of the actual like best buy stores but like on their website it's still saying it's up for pre-order it hasn't released yet uh it's saying that it releases next week um so uh the day that so the day that john wick chapter four comes out apparently that's when the super mario bros movie is supposed to come out as well oh um, that sucks <laughs> yeah no but it's weird no like dude like i was i was so I was able to go to because uh, I got all so I pre-ordered the Steelbook at Best Buy so that got shipped to me but then I also picked up the Target exclusive lenticular cover um, and then because um, God I've given this m- movie way too much of my money um, I also <laughs> picked up the regular 4K version because I don't want to open my Steelbook to watch it on 4K because um, you know problems right. <laughs> um but so yeah, so I was able to get all the versions that I wanted, except for the Walmart exclusive, which, like I said, they're saying it comes out. They're gonna. They're. I've heard speculation that it's supposed to come out next week, so the same day that John Wick Chapter Four comes out. But yet, if you go on Walmart's website to pre-order it, the Blu-ray set is still available. The 4K set is sold out, but the Blu-ray set um, is. I swear it's it's saying something like uh, won't ship until like 2050. 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, over twenty five years. Yeah, right. <laughs> dude, we're literally gonna have like ten like ten Super Mario Bros. movies before the first the first one's gift setting comes out. Dude, how uh, freaking funny would it be? It's like when you're fifty four or what would you be, fifty five? Oh, I, I don't wanna know. Yeah, however old you'd be in twenty fifty. Like you get a message being like, "Hey, we shipped it. We fi- like finally shipped it." <laughs> so, hey, that's cool. Um, the address you got, man, those apartments got torn down years ago. So, I don't know where the hell you're gonna deliver it. <laughs> dude, that'd be freaking hilarious. That, oh, though. Dude, that'd be freaking yeah, dude. That would be so freaking. It's like, hey, you still um, want your Super Mario movie? <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's it's 4K. Like We're up to 8K now. Late. Um, it's like, I'm still getting charged for that? Seriously? Yeah, no joke. Oh, <laughs> That'd be hilarious, dude. dude. Yeah. So we'll oh, see if, shit. like, when this uh, this set actually comes out. Because I want it. It looks freaking awesome. But I ain't paying no freaking aftermarket price. Because I, I love that people are like selling. I saw like online the 4Ks going for like 100 bucks, And I'm just like, y'all don't even have it in hand. Don't try to freaking fool me. It's not even been released. So yeah, if liars. anyone actually pays that. Yeah, if, an, if anyone actually play, pays scalper price for that, I feel so bad for you. And please don't do it. Because you might not even, you might not see it till 2050. <laughs> uh who knows? eBay might not even be a thing then. I'd be surprised <laughs> if it was. I, don't say that. I love eBay. Dude, I have a hard time ordering anything from eBay because I'm so untrusting of people. It depends for me. I mean, honestly, I I owe. <laughs> so when it comes to my John Wayne Gacy collection, half of it I owe to Etsy. The other half goes to eBay. <laughs> Like when it comes to like the real life shit, like the newspapers and everything, um, yeah, I owe like all of that to eBay. Oh, so if yeah, eBay goes dude. away, I will be very sad. Yeah, dude, I am ridiculously untrusting of like everyone and everything. I'm the kind hmm. of person like no shit. Like I wish I was joking about this. Um, if there are steps that I are like things that I need to open in a particular order. Like if one's marked one, one's like if there were three bags in front of me, like, uh, okay, maybe not three. If there were, I'm trying to think of like what the lowest number would be before I'd start doing the system. It'd probably be like six. So if there were six baggies that I needed to open, like, let's just say this was like a Lego kit, right? And it was like one. And then it like you, bugs um (laughs) (laughs) so like if there was like six baggies and it was like all right open one first build this open two for then uh, like build like that whole kind of deal okay i am seriously the type of person that before i open my fifth bag i will check and make sure that Bag one, two, three, four, and five are all empty before I open six. And I'll like, just to like double check. Like, I, because my memory is so frick. Like, this is, um, 
if I'm exaggerating, it is so mildly, it, <laughs> like, it's not even funny. <laughs> it, like, I'm so just, like, ugh, so nervous I'm going to jack shit up. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, but I get where you're coming from. I get it. I'm not that way, but I get where you're coming from. <laughs> I'll yeah. accept you for you, man. Don't worry. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, moving on. We did not have anything in Through the Wall, like we said. Uh, so with that, I think we can get straight into this week's headliner. Let's do it. like a fancy like transition with that one. <laughs> oh man, I'm just kidding. I know like I I I felt like I needed to come up with something. It's just I didn't know what. Nah, dude, dude I wouldn't um, thought of anything either. Yeah, I like I was just trying to like mentally picture like what each of these looks like in my brain like when I listen okay. to the show. So like the, yeah. The intro, I got, like, damn near exactly what I wanted. Um, yeah, dude, that is perfection. Yeah, it's just like, okay, what does that sound like? That just sounds like a bunch of, like, transitions to different artworks. Yeah. And and so I was like, all right, cake. This one, I was just like, what the hell do I do for for this? So I couldn't think of one, didn't end up anything. So we're just going to sit here awkwardly and listen to it together. <laughs> Until I could come up with something <laughs> um so if so we um in regards to our breakdown we did ask a question of the week that we did get quite a few responses uh from uh so the way that we're going to do it now because we uh have a bunch of people freaking comment on our shit <laughs> is we're going to go through our top five answers did you forget to pull up your or did you forget we were doing this no yeah <laughs> yeah so we're gonna talk about our top five favorite answers um am i doing and... tiktok or instagram <laughs> so on instagram we only got a couple oh okay okay i'm gonna apologize right now if it accidentally uh, plays audio sorry no. I'm really prepared for this, as you can see. Yeah, so we got a, f a couple everywhere. Um, so I'll I'll talk about like my my number. F I'll I'll say my number five, and okay. this is from uh, Jaxo Laxo and Multigamer on YouTube. Uh, they so Multigamer said uh, Baby Mayday, which I freaking loved. Uh, Mayday. Adorable. Yeah. Um, but they also, but they both said, uh, Spider Punk. Yeah, dude, Spider Punk was freaking great in this one. Dude, Spider Punk was the shit. I freaking loved him. Um, 
I, I wasn't sure how I was going to like him. Like, everyone was, like, saying, like, oh, he he's, like, like a weird character. Like, and I've I've heard some, like, answer or some uh, stuff about him. Like, read some stuff with him in it. And he never really, like, stood out to me as a character. I freaking love him now. Like, he has so much personality. Yeah, same here. That yeah, I'm, like, same I'm, here. I'm in. I am all in. Yeah. So, freaking loved Spider-Punk. Um, so yeah, uh, do you have a number five? Uh, number five, j- just cause it doesn't actually give the name. It just says the cat one. Uh, that has come from <laughs> Mr. Or wait, no, uh, agent monog, agent mango man. I hope that's how you wanted it pronounced. I hope so. Um, that's probably it. Yeah. People so come the up cat with weird. one. That's I true. freaking love the cat one. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, my number f- four, I'm going to give to uh, Trungo23, who was over on Instagram. Uh, he said, Peter B. Parker. And he said, in, in, in my mind, captures the essence of who Spider-Man and Peter Parker are supposed to be, taking all of the best aspects of the character and make them into the best version of the character, in my humble opinion. I agree. Um, I will say though that it's kind of not a spoiler alert for our review, but I feel I wish that they would have handled him a little better in this one, or he he would have had more to do. Because I thought I, that his character, I thought his character was handled way better in the first one, and I missed Peter B. Parker in this movie. I will agree. I do think he's going to have a much bigger part in the one. He freaking better. That's all I got to say. Uh, so, yeah, that's my number four. Uh, number four for me, uh, coming from TikTok as well, we got Kale. Uh, it says, 2099, he's just so cool, and the theme they gave him in the movie was was rope. rope. What does rope mean? Yeah, it says rope. Beats the hell out of me. <laughs> uh, you you said can't wait to hear it. <laughs> yeah, well, I I like I, I, it... I, I don't really think when I <laughs> respond to some of these. Uh, <laughs> let's see what do, I'm gonna search if like r- what rope means. Yeah, yeah. So um, all right, my number three. My number three, and it's just because he freaking made me laugh like he always does, um, is from DJ, uh, who said, Bully McGuire is the only answer. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's my number three, too. <laughs> okay, uh, that is not the answer I think I was looking for, and I am not going to read that answer. Fair. So yeah, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number what is this two now? Yeah, so yeah, we're up to two. Yeah, so number two is uh, from Fade Icy, who said Lego Spider Man. Dude, that that one caught me off guard. I was not expecting that, that in this was movie. <laughs> fantastic. That yeah, it gave me Lego Movie vibes, and I loved it for that. Yeah, so, dude, have you heard about that, that scene? Nah. So, there's a, 
a YouTuber. He's 14 years old. He create or he like animated the Spider Verse trailer comp- 100% from Legos. Right? Are you serious? 100%. Yeah, absolutely Holy serious. Shit, dude. It it went viral, Damn. of course. And Sony freaking so. hit him up to animate that scene. Oh, uh, Sony, you just got some props in my book. That is awesome. Yeah, like it's I I don't I it's just I I heard multiple people discussing it on like through TikTok and Instagram like every like my 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 feed has been flooded but with that Lego Spider-Man stuff. But yeah, apparently a 14-year-old animated all that. That is badass. Yeah, it is. Dude, that's so cool. Sick. It is the coolest shit ever. So that that's why uh Lego Spider-Man's getting my number two. Excellent choice. Uh, number two, uh, I'll give to, uh, I don't know if you go by Mick Creamy or MC Creamy. Either or. Um, but they said Spider-Man, Spider-Noir. Caleb says he's usually Spider the one. Noir, dude. So Caleb's usually the always always the usually the one that always answers the questions. And he said he's Caleb's favorite too. <laughs> <laughs> got got to answer in third I try person. to make it and I, I know well I it's not necessarily third I'm just I try to answer where it's like you can't really tell who's responding like um, like maybe I like we have an that. intern that's answering for us <laughs> No that that's fair I appreciate that Yeah well damn you took my number 1 oh, So sorry. No you're good I so I'm going to give my other number one or my real number one to Harden James seventy six who said Paviter Prabharker and he said he's the goat. And that's the Spider Man India if in case you were curious. The the T T guy? Dude. I freaking <laughs> that love was, that. Dude, such a great <laughs> joke. What? What did you say? <laughs> That literally means tea. You're saying tea, tea. Do you take co- Do you take cream, cream, cream in your coffee, coffee? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I can't wait to talk uh, about him later. So great. Uh, my number one, uh, I got to give to Fernando Gonzalez, and he said Peter B. Parker, just because to me he is the freaking goat. I freaking love Peter B. Parker, so gotta give him number so all right well that covers every are all the uh are technically our top 10 <laughs> so thank you to everyone that answered our question of the week we would love to sit and read all the ones that we got but we would be here all freaking day uh yeah. so do appreciate you and uh we hope you guys keep responding because <laughs> we love reading them Absolutely. All right. So with that, we can get into our headliner. Uh, So if you guys are new to our breakdown system, uh, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final all bros letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story, 
writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give our own personal score at the very end. All of those numbers get magically added up and spit through our algorithm and give us a letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar grade. Um, it also breaks it down into um, percentages and provides us a ranking for these movies that isn't too important, but we have fun pissing people off with them. So <laughs> Sometimes we piss ourselves off. That is very true. That has happened on more than one occasion. Dude, we freaking got someone like butt hurt uh, over. Oh, which one was it? Probably our our it was our Little Mermaid because they're just like, what in the the ass is this? Because we were comparing the Little Mermaid to like Age of Ultron and Solo and Prey, and they're just like, what is this? <laughs> like, oh, I don't understand what's going I, on. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw that. So like, I thought, well, that if you hilarious. listen to our podcast, you would know. That's the way to solve just all saying. your issues. Yep, just listen to the All Bros. That's all you got to do. That's all it takes. Yeah. You got a flat tire? Listen to the All Bros. Getting a divorce? <laughs> listen to the All Bros. I was about Erectile to tell dysfunction? To <laughs> listen to the All Bros. We could take this so much further. We can, I and I was so close, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Before, so we don't get canceled. Fair enough, <laughs> dude. Freaking, did you? I forget what Fairly Odd Parents episode it was, but do you remember when like there's so many of the there's like a bunch of like the different crimson chins, and there's the nega chin. I think it was the nega chin. Mm-hmm. Um, and the like the at, at the end when they're helping out Timmy, they're just like, you can count on me and me and me. And nega chin's just like, not me. I got canceled. <laughs> do you remember that i remember that okay yeah that was that was freaking hilarious right oh god i miss when the fairly odd yeah i went to shit dude no joke like most of classic nickelodeon shows looking at you spongebob spongebob rant i know not like we haven't had like a billion of those on this show at one point or another (laughs) true that true that um all right well if you have not seen spider-man across the spider-verse um definitely go check this movie out it is incredible and i hated it but that's just me i'm just kidding someone if someone was about to get canceled (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh shit. So yeah. Uh. So if you've not seen it, we are about to spoil the entire movie for you. So if you listen beyond this point and anything is spoiled for you, it is your own damn fault. Uh. So without further ado, Rose, if you would like to take it with our favorite segment, reading with Rose. Especially love how he said that. Reading with Rose. I know. I got like the logo and everything for you. I, you know what? I appreciate that. Dude, I, th- okay. I think I, I... Okay, hold up. Pause. I, I am... I think I am going to change this this layout a little bit. <laughs> so there's okay. like... So I can switch between like just you and this like tiny little bubble of me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair enough. So I could just like interject with like random shit. <laughs> 
All right. Here anyway, we go. Here's my, here's my here's my reading face. There we go. Uh, He's a liar. That's... He's never read like that in his life. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's really hard. I don't like that. Uh, where the hell is Wikipedia? There it is. All right. On Earth-65, Gwen Stacy is struggling to live up to the expectations of her police captain father, who does not know that she is Spider-Woman. Years prior, Gwen accidentally killed her best friend Peter Parker while he was mindlessly rampaging as the Lizard, and the police have been hunting her ever since. One night, Gwen heads to the Gunningham Museum in Manhattan after hearing reports of an intruder and encounters a version of the Vulture from an Italian re- Renaissance-themed alternate universe. Spider-People Miguel O'Hara and Jessica Drew arrive using portal-generating watches and help Gwen subdue the Vulture. Gwen is confronted on the scene by her father and reveals her identity to him. Distraught at at this revelation, he attempts to arrest her. She escapes through a dimensional portal with the others after Miguel begrudgingly grants her membership in the Spider Society. In Brooklyn, on Earth 1610, 16 months months after the destruction of the Alchemex Collider, Miles Morales is adapting to to being Spider-Man while missing Gwen and struggling to live up to his parents' expectations. While heading to a parent-teacher evaluation, he encounters the spot, a scientist whose body was infused with portals after the Alchemex Collider explosion. Blaming Miles for his dilemma, the spot brings Miles to Alchemex and reveals that the spider that bit Miles came from another universe when the spot was testing the Collider. He then accidentally transports himself into a void where he learns to travel to other universes containing the Alchemex Collider to use them to empower himself. Gwen travels to Earth 1610 and reconnects with Miles, though she secretly tracks the spot across dimensions. Miles secretly watches Gwen trace the spot to Earth 50101 as Jessica instructs Gwen to leave Miles behind. After Gwen opens a portal to Mumbatan, India, Miles follows her and they team up with Spider-Man Pav... I'm going to butcher this, I'm sorry. Pavatir Prabhakar and Hobie Brown against the spot who successfully absorbs the power of... So absorbs the power of that world's collider. Miles is struck with a vision of his father dying at the hands of the spot before the spot escapes. In the ensuing destruction of the collider, Miles saves the father of Pavatir's girlfriend, a police captain, but Mumbatan begins falling apart from the disruption of a canon event. Members of the Spider Society arrive to assess the damage of the dimensional an- an- anomaly while miles gwen and hobie are sent to their headquarters on earth 928 where hundreds of spider people variants reside in a massive complex they meet up with miguel and are joined by peter b parker and his daughter mayday as miguel explains how each spider-man story contains canon events such as the death of a police captain close to spider-man and that straying from those events threatens the fabric of the multiverse Miles realizes the death of his father, who is set to be promoted to police captain in two days, is a canon event. Miguel argues with Miles before imprisoning him, but Hobie helps Miles break loose before using a portal to quit the Spider Society. Miguel orders all the Spider people to apprehend Miles, resulting in a long, frenzied chase through the complex and surrounding city. Miguel eventually pins Miles down and reveals Miles as the original anomaly as he was never supposed to become Spider-Man and the world the world the spider that bit him came from has no Spider-Man. Excuse me. Miles flees and with the help of Margot Kess slash Spider-Bite returns to what he believes is his home dimension. 
Miguel, seeing Gwen as a liability, ejects her from the Spider Society. Gwen reconciles with her father, who has decided to resign as a police captain, realizing that his resignation is evidence that canon can be safely averted. Gwen decides to aid Miles leaving Earth-65 with a bootleg portal watch with a bootleg portal watch Hobie left for her. As Miles returns to his apartment, he reveals to his mother that he is Spider-Man, whom she doesn't recognize. After glitching, encountering his deceased uncle Aaron Davis, and learning that his father has already died, Miles realizes that he is on Earth-42, the homeworld of the spider that bit him. Aaron interrogates Miles and is joined by the Miles of Earth-42, who has become the Prowler. Miguel, Jessica, and Ben Riley slash Scarlet Spider travel to Earth 1610 in search of Miles just as the spot arrives and begins his attack. After speaking with Miles' parents on Earth 1610, Gwen assembles a spider team to find Miles, consisting of Peter B., Mayday, Pavtir, Hobie, Margot, Spider-Man Noir, Penny Parker, and Spider-Ham. To be continued. That's lo- yeah, so yeah. Oh, man. Dude, this was a freaking kick-ass movie i will say after sitting on it for a couple days my score has definitely gone up i i think i'm finally on the bandwagon of how great this movie is so (laughs) you don't gotta worry about me giving backlash again like really dipping the score of this movie okay dude this is a this is a, a freaking rare movie for me like this is damn near on par with the first one for me. I would say it's a it's a touch below the first one for me. Like don't get me wrong. Like I said, this movie is for some reason I don't know what it was. Because um, I, you know, I was talking to Caleb about this after I saw it, and to me, this movie clearly feels like a middle chapter. And I know that's the plan uh, because this is going to be a trilogy. But to me, for the most part, I want my trilogies to, yeah, feel like a trilogy, but I want each movie to feel like its own thing. And when I first came out of this movie, it didn't feel like Across the Spider-Verse accomplished that for me. But at the same, but after thinking about it for a while, I feel that it actually does. And I don't, I don't know. The more that I think about this movie, the more it freaking grows on me. The, the more that I, I especially love what they did with Gwen, um, everything with Miles. Um, even I know he was, he's getting a lot of hate, but Spider-Man 2099, I actually liked the rageful side that we got from him. He, 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 he wasn't out for, bl- of course, he wasn't out for blood or anything, but he definitely played. Th- he wanted things done by the book, and it makes complete sense why he didn't stray away from that. Um, so while I feel it's not as good as the first movie, like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is like, honestly, probably in my top five favorite animated films of all time. That movie's so freaking great. I love that movie so much. Um, this sequel though, still is, it's freaking amazing. It, like I said, it's just a tad below the first one for me. Um, and I mean, we'll see how it pays off in the finale uh, when the third movie comes out. But the cliffhanger that it leads you on, I will admit, this is like probably like one of the biggest like, holy shit, like what what's going to happen next cliffhanger I've ever walked out of of a movie. Um, so, yeah, I I honestly can't wait to see how they, they finish this trilogy. I can't either, dude. Like you freaking hit it right on the head with this. 
this was such an expertly crafted movie in my opinion like from from the beginning like it it starts off a little lighthearted to a point obviously but at least when it comes to like miles that's fair i mean I, dude i was shocked that the they i felt that this was more of do you feel that this was more Gwen's movie, or do you feel it was evenly split between Miles and Gwen? I feel it was a pretty even split. Yeah, okay. For me, I feel it's like maybe just like a tad more Gwen. But, well, uh... It, it, so, it's, it's, I think I the reason we, we feel like that is because it's kind of sandwiched. So, like, the opening was all Gwen, and the closing was loved. pretty much all Gwen. That's true. And so we kind of get that that sandwich effect, and then like they mixed in like some some stuff throughout. So I don't think it was one or the others. I think there was a pretty fair split. It's just it felt maybe like it was her movie because of yeah. the, that sandwich effect. I do. I because I don't know about you, but like, um, did you know that it there that the movie was going to end on a cliffhanger? That like there wasn't going to be a like a true ending to it. I had a feeling. Okay. There, I, I didn't have anything confirmed, but I mean, because that was announced or like across the spider verse part one and then part two, like, yeah, that, I was so, just like, okay, so this is obviously going to end on a cliffhanger. Like what yeah, that cliffhanger may be, who knows? I will admit like the last five minutes, <laughs> because I, I knew that it was ending on a cliffhanger. I'm like, okay, they can end it here. They can end it there. Okay, you guys are just gonna keep go- going for it. Okay, you know, fair enough. Um, in your opinion, would you have wanted them to save the Prowler reveal or Miles Prowler reveal until the third one, or are you happy that they did it in the third in this one? I'm kind of happy they they in this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. Th- there was honestly. Um, if I had like I was fine with how they ended it, but if like I had to pick one that I would have like liked them to would have been when his mom just like didn't know who Spider Man was. Like imagine if it just like faded to black like right after that. Like that right after he reveals that 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 he is Spider Man. <clears throat> would you have been like, Oh, I'm Spider Man end or I'm Spider Man who end? Like which one would you have I probably go with who I don't I don't know that's hard man um I I don't know cause I think... there's like so many instances like in the last five minutes that I'm just like they could have they could have done it there 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 I'm happy with how they ended it like great way great area to cliff cliffhang it um but there were definitely like parts where I'm just like okay you guys could have done it like at any of these spots yeah, I think there were. I I don't know. I I liked how they ended it. Like I liked the whole Miles Prowler reveal because I'm I'm hoping it grows so, on like, me. Did you have you seen like anything regarding this movie on Instagram or TikTok? Like, what do you mean? So the so like just anything like in regards to like that reveal. Um, like, like the whole, like, watch the hands shit like that. No, not, no, not, not that. 
Okay, then no. That's like okay. the only thing that I've seen relating so to So this, this is kind of yeah. like where shit gets a little crazy. So a lot of this is going to be like in reference to the first one. Okay. So if you remember, it, he so he was not, so this Miles Morales was not supposed to become a spider person. Yes. Because the Earth-42 spider got somehow transferred to the 1610 universe and bit Miles. He becomes Spider-Man. And then Earth-42 is a world without Spider-Man. If you remember from the first movie, when, like, after he had gotten bit by this spider and, like, kind of goes to meet Spider-Man... And they have that moment where Spider-Man's looking at him and they kind of have that Spider-Sense ringing thing. The colors behind Miles are purple and green, which are the colors of the Prowler. But as they kind of become acclimated to each other, the colors behind him shift to red and blue, which are the colors that Spider-Man had behind him. So so what people were are theorizing is that that was the moment that changed the course for miles because if miles didn't become spider-man or he would have basically idolized his father or idolized his uncle kind of gone along the same path as his uncle okay and so everyone was theorizing that his destiny was to become the prowler. But when he got bit by the spider, his destiny changed into what Spider-Man are ultimate, like the canon events for Spider-Man. So his uncle dying, the captain close to him dying, like all this other stuff. So that was like a big thing that like what we were seeing was miles coming face to face with what his destiny was supposed to be okay i like that that makes so much more sense yeah so that's why i'm not like Freaking. super upset because now now you can have like this like we have it not even a full year because it comes out in what march march or april the next one it does i think so it Holy comes sh- out early early 2024 God damn. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure. Like, that's what I've heard people say that, like, it's coming out early 2024. Like, what what was the, what's the the next one going to be called? Isn't it, like, Beyond the Spider-Verse? That's it. Yeah, so whatever Beyond the Spider-Verse is is coming out. But I'm pretty sure it's, like, really early. Yeah, you're right, yeah. So it says in April 2022... So it was supposed to be across the... So, okay, so it says, A third film was confirmed when Lord Miller revealed in December 2021 that the Into the Spider-Verse sequel was being split into two films, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 and 2, uh, which was expected at the point that point to be released in 2023. In April of 2022, it was retitled Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse and given a release date of March 29th, 2024. Hell yeah. Damn! We're getting it that soon? Holy shit. I know. I'm freaking thrilled. That's Dude, that's sooner than we got freaking 
uh, Endgame after uh, Infinity War. Holy shit. No joke. No freaking joke, dude. Like, <laughs> damn. Like, the, the turnaround on this is ridiculous, and I, I yeah. could be happier about it. Yeah, I'm, like I'm very curious, then, of how far into production Beyond the Spider-Verse is, then. I bet you they start. They worked on this shit at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. So I like I I'm thrilled. I'm oh, I'm so freaking happy. Um, but I mean, gosh, this this was a kick ass story, dude. Like I love like everything that they did. Like even with the spot. Like I thought the spot was gonna be lame. They made him so freaking sick. Dude, he was freaking intimidating. Yeah. Like, I love that he kind of started off as a joke, and then he got, like, he's just like, all right, like, you think I'm a joke? Freaking screw you guys. Like, watch what I'm going to I'm gonna do. Just, yeah. just to destroy you. Like, that, like, that's, a, that's wild. Yeah, dude, and dude, talk about his backstory. Like how they linked it with into the Spider Verse with the whole bagel thing, and you know, <laughs> like freaking, like it was funny, but like you know, like honestly, they they made it work, and just yeah, a really really solid villain uh, for this one, super solid, and I I love that it wasn't necessarily like the main focus. Like we knew this, he was kind of the um, the catalyst for some of the. Uh, misadventures that were going to happen yes, and whatnot. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, you can't be too upset about like that be, like, cause he was very much sidelined, um, near the end. The, yeah, that, that is true. But I mean, I was totally fine with that. I'm like, he's going to be the overarching. He's like, they're going to come like the way that I view this is that it's going to kind of close up the story where it's going to be, he gains the power. He's starting to mess up the world. Miles is captured. His friends are going to go save him. And then they're still going to have to deal with, with Spot. Yeah. And so, like, it's just... I think... I I hope... Like, fingers crossed. I mean, I, I have no reason to doubt that it will be. But I, I, I have a feeling that Into the Spider-Verse and Beyond the Spider-Verse are going to be movies that you kind of have to watch together. That's what I th dude, like honestly, we're and you know, I, I was telling um because uh Caleb asked me that, you know, like how I initially felt about this one. Um because it really felt like, you know, the third one is going to what's what's going to save this one for me. But like I said, like the more that I've thought about it, the more that I'm just like, no, this is a really good just like standalone second movie. Um I mentioned he asked me, is there any like second movies that um, after you saw the third movie, you actually liked the second one better? And I told him that even though I loved our, our already loved Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends made me love Halloween Kills even more because they set up the final confrontation between Laurie and Michael so well. And I feel Halloween Kills, especially maybe not so much the theatrical cut, but the um, the. Uh, um, the, uh, the, I guess the extended cut that we got when it was released on like physical and, and streaming, um, where, you know, like he, Lori actually, you know, picks up the phone after, or sorry, Michael actually, Michael picks up the phone, 
after Lori tries to call Karen and no answer. And she just says, I'm coming for you, Michael. And you get the awesome shot of her walking out of the, out of the hospital knife in hand. I'm like, yes, it sets up a perfect climax between Lori and Michael. You don't. And, and that got freaking blown completely destroyed in Halloween ends. And let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I definitely agree with, with Caleb, how he says that, Across the Spider Verse and um, beyond the Spider Verse are definitely going to, they're definitely going to probably be two movies that you are going to have to watch back to back to like fully understand and to fully link them together. Whereas you know the first one is definitely standalone, and honestly, it's the same thing with Halloween 2018. We didn't eat Halloween Kills and Ends. It ended perfectly with Michael just in the in the basement, you know, being burned alive. Lori and her uh, her daughter and granddaughter drive away um they survived michael myers once again didn't need two sequels after that um no honestly with into the spider verse you didn't need sequels with that yeah you get the ending of gwen uh asking miles like hey miles want to get out of here you know shit like that but you know that that could just be you know that's just like a fun tease like oh hey you know like what misadventures are miles and gwen gonna get up to it didn't really wasn't really pushing for a sequel. It wasn't really saying, Oh yeah, there needs to be a sequel. It's got to happen. So spider into the spider verse can definitely stand on its own where like Caleb said across the spider verse and beyond the spider verse are definitely two movies that you're going to have to see back to back to fully understand why they took the story here and what it truly means. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh my gosh, I freaking. I love this. Like, I I don't know how else to to go into it. Like, it's I loved it. It was really well done. The stuff that they helped to tie in to the first one was amazing. Um, Dude, even like the whole like I, spider dimension. Or sorry, you go. Ahead. No, I I'll, like all I was saying was um. Like everything that they tied in, like the 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 spider being from an alter different universe, which explains why it was glitchy. Yeah, so, dude, that freaking moment! I remember when it first glitched in the movie, seeing that in the theaters, dude. I remember freaking like freaking jumping for. I know like, it's a I stupid jump scare, but okay, yeah, dude. I freaking jumped. It was freaking hilarious. Yeah, like oh um, my gosh, so freaking dude. Dude, seriously, like, like even everything like with the Spider Verse, when you know, like we actually enter the Spider Society and we're seeing all these different types of Spider Men, it doesn't detract from uh, the uh, the overall story because yes, they're in the background and yeah, you know, like they throw in some you know a couple jokes and everything. And, oh my God, don't get me started of how we actually got Donald Glover as the freaking Prowler. Holy oh my God, shit. that was so freaking cool, but. All of that stuff, all those Easter eggs still does not detract from what the main story is. And I appreciated the hell out of it. Dude, it, I'll say this, though. <laughs> and it was an odd choice making him, like, way bigger than everyone else. Like, I think it. That's fair. I think fair. that they made, made him, like, normal sized. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. that. That was definitely kind of a weird choice. Yeah, but oh my gosh, dude. That was a cameo for the ages. Yeah, dude, seriously. Like that that was amazing. Seriously. 
doing freaking 60 Spider-Man when he's starting to swing to try to stop Miles. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. Oh, so good. So, so good. Dude, I, I can't wait to get into the writing about this, but... <laughs> Gosh, this was a kick-ass story. It kept you engaged from like from beginning to end. Honestly, my only complaint, and this is such a minor gripe, is maybe it got a little bit slow, like right before, uh, like kind of at the uh, the party for his dad. I can definitely agree with that. Most yeah, definitely, it was it was so. It still had its importance, but it was yeah so quick or it wasn't like quick it, it was like a little bit more drawn out than it needed to be and kind of messed with the pacing but barely it did no i definitely agree but i i feel it it needed to happen so that his mom could definitely have the character moment that she deserved oh my gosh such a good character moment dude yeah freaking fantastic so oh, i'm freaking high with the story the question is how high. That is also a, a great question. <laughs> uh, where are you at? I would say I'm at a 96. 96 isn't bad. Gosh. I'm going, I'm kind of cheating. I want to see what the uh, the score we gave. <laughs> no, I, I, can, I can give you. I'll, I guess I'll be the asshole here. I'm going to give it 95. What? Just, <laughs> I know. like It's just slightly lower, and it's seriously just because of that one scene. <laughs> oh, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I think it's been very clear that Caleb likes this movie a little more than me. I did. but And he's I, the I asshole. Think, I know. Fine, fine. Talk me up. I won't be the asshole. I'll, I'll give you a ninety-six, <laughs> dude. I was gonna say, do you want me to like meet you on your level? Do you want me to knock me down to a ninety-five? Because I can do it. No, I do not want to knock this down to a ninety-five. <laughs> okay. All right. Next up, we got writing, which this was so well written. Oh, dude. Oh, from my God. beginning to freaking so, end, dude. Dude, the writing, especially for Gwen. Oh my freaking god! Mm, chef's kiss. Both, both her and Miles, great writing. But for some reason, Gwen's writing really stuck out to me more than Miles. Don't like I said, his writing is freaking fantastic. Especially the freaking writing that he gets when uh, he's um, he's being chased, uh, you know, by all of the uh, the spider people on the train. And, you know, Miguel, ha uh, Miguel has him pinned down and, you know, he's like saying, you know, hey, you, you were never supposed to be bitten. You're not supposed to be Spider-Man and everything. But but it happened. These events that are planned for you have to happen. And Miles just is like, well, everybody ha keeps telling me that uh, how my story is supposed to play out. But you know what? I'm going to do my own thing and freaking just pulls like the most badass thing freaking shocks Miguel and just freaking books it. At, oh God. I love that scene so much. And the freaking dialogue is so well written in that scene. God, dude, I loved the freaking gotcha moment that he pulled on Miguel. 
And he's yep. just like, what do you think you're going to do? Like, where do you think you're going to go? And he's just like, I don't know, but I got hundreds of spider people away from your base. Yoink! And disappears. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. So good. <laughs> so good. I'm like, gotcha, son. <laughs> Oh, Dude, there were so, so many, like, so, like, such well written jokes in this. Dude, like, I freaking, freaking love. Life. Sorry. No, what, what were you saying? No, sorry. No, I was just going to really quick say, like, my favorite joke was when um, freaking MJ with uh, Peter is, like, explaining. She, I think she has, like, a sports metaphor or something. And she's like, You get that, right? He's just like, I was a nerd, but I know sports. Freaking, <laughs> just the, them freaking just hearkening back to how much of a nerd he was in high school. I freaking loved that, and I appreciated that. Dude, my favorite was um when Miles was talking to his dad as Spider Man, and he's just like talking. He's just like, I just don't know what to do with this. And he's like, probably get off his ass. <laughs> he's like, what? What? <laughs> doesn't he only like get a like r like an r like he doesn't fully say ass he only gets like a little bit of it out. yeah like it i think he says it's that the whole thing i don't know if he does i know in like a later scene with gwen's dad he actually does say does he say ass i think does he say ass yeah, too? yeah yeah okay so yeah that one was definitely yeah that was definitely he said ass um but i swear I could be wrong, but I don't think Miles it, it fully. I'm maybe he actually did, but his dad chimed in before we could fully hear it. But I did not fully hear him say "ass." I think I'm pretty sure he did. Like I might have okay. just started laughing because I knew what he was going to say. That's right. But <laughs> speaking of, how was? Because I don't know if you saw online, but there were ha they were having audio issues apparently throughout the whole opening weekend of this movie that like, it was like too low for a lot of yep. people. And like they could be, yeah. So apparently I think it was either, I think it was Phil Lord or Chris Miller um, actually like commented on that. And they said like, yeah, we told theaters that they needed it to be at a seven volume wise for everybody to be able to hear the dialogue, but they were only putting it at like a four or a five. The dialogue. Um, so... I, I didn't have any issues hearing. I had some problems a little bit, but I mean, it could just be because I had some annoying freaking, um, <sighs> freaking, uh, teen girls in my audience that, uh, literally just sat all the way up at the front and were like taking selfies during it. You saw their flashlights go on a couple times and like throughout Dude. the movie, occasionally you could just hear them go, <laughs> just get and what like they were, you could tell that they weren't giggling at the movie. They were giggling at something funny. The, uh, the friend next to them said, "Oh God, they were Why so freaking even annoying. bother going to the movie if you're going to seriously, be like that? especially considering that you're seeing it at night and it's more expensive at night. You're spending twelve dollars for a ticket. Why are you going to spend twelve dollars to sit in a dark room and just take pictures and chat with your friends? Just go home and do that. Yeah, like you. Can it's spend free. Less money elsewhere. Like yeah. spend that money at freaking Target, you bitches. It's right around the corner." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Go buy some pride stuff. Yeah. Jeez. Dude, but yeah, like the opening scene, like when uh when Gwen is like sitting there like just having at it with the drums, 
I could barely freaking hear her drumming. It was the same. Yeah, same with me. I was just kind of sitting there, and I'm like, is it supposed to be that quiet? Like, there was, like, even the opening, I was, it was just so silent for the first little while. I was just kind of like, like, like you didn't no music? <laughs> did you see it on, like, any, like, special format, or did you just see it mm-hmm. regular? Just yeah, regular. I didn't either. So I'm, like, very – because uh, one of my uh, employees said that he saw it at, like um, – he saw it at uh, the Geneva Theater, and they saw it in IMAX, uh, like IMAX D or some shit like that. It's like a step above IMAX. Um, but yeah, he said he could hear it like crystal clear. Everything was great. I'm like, okay, so apparently if you saw it in premium format, everything was fine. Um, That's bullshit. Just regular. Yeah, so now I wish I would have seen it in like Cinemark XD. I know. I, I'm, I, I'm going to wait until... Um... Until the like things start to get a little bit like fi- more fixed, <laughs> like I start hearing better more things. But I'm gonna What's... wait until it gets. Is are people yeah, well, not fixing it? Well, no. I, I was gonna say I don't. I wouldn't if you wanted to see it on premium format, like IMAX and shit. I wouldn't wait um, because uh, this is literally the only week that it had, um, and then all of its premium screens go to uh, Transformers. Like, dude, the summer that movie is season is shit. Oh, it is, dude. The summer movie season is so jam packed that literally all of these big budget movies only get one week in special format theaters. Like, The Little Mermaid only got one week. Uh, freaking uh, Spider Verse is only getting one week. Transformers will only get one week. Yeah, it's for, yeah, it's it's freaking ridiculous. Because uh, yeah, right after Transformers, it's The Flash, and then I think they're even going to put Barbie in uh, the premium format screenings. So. Yeah, they don't even get okay. a freaking chance to breathe. Like I was, like, I didn't get to see Guardians three in um, Cinemark XD, which I really wanted to. But literally the week right after, freaking Fast X took them all. Stupid freaking. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. May like I I, I this summer is going to be freaking nuts. So I don't even know if I'll be able to go see this. Like no matter how, because I thought like maybe I could talk Brielle into going to it, but she gets motion sickness and just, like she had a hard time mm. watching the first one. Like even uh, at dude, home, honestly, like, she struggled. No, dude, so understandable. Because this... dude, I remember when I first saw the first one in theaters, it took me a minute to get used to that animation. I'm like, okay, whew, all right, it's, I gotta it's, take a it minute. It is quite jarring. Yeah, you, you got to take a minute to get used to it. And I feel that this movie cranked it up to 11 with the animation. So I feel oh, it yeah. was even more prominent. Um, and like, honestly, they even did like a couple things differently with the coloring uh, for certain scenes with certain characters. Um, so if this was my first experience with this animation and not, you know, the first one into the Spider-Verse, God, I'd hate to see how I react to this one. It, like even for me, like it, it kind of got tough to watch pretty early on. Just like okay, maybe that's like, why I got taking. Maybe a second, that's why I was but... experiencing a. Because I'll admit, I experienced a little bit of a headache halfway through. Maybe I can blame it on the animation. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking more like this is kind of ties into everything. But I loved what they were doing in Gwen's world. With her, like the background on her, like did you did you yeah, notice that... like what they were doing? Yeah, I did. That was Dude, super. That super was cool. nuts. And that yeah. for me, that freaking enhanced what they were saying. 
like so freaking oh, yeah, much. Definitely. Absolutely. Like they're freaking hitting us with like emotional intense stuff and then it's just like accentuated by the background. Yeah. And it's like it was I loved it. I loved the the it's various so animation styles. It like it definitely got to be a lot at certain points, but it was it was great. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like kind of getting more into like the writing, the it everything well done. I love the conversations I... between Miles and his parents. Oh, seriously. Miles and Miguel were great. Like you kind of understood everyone's reasoning for the only one I didn't quite understand was Gwen. And like okay. why she was so like such a diehard for yeah. like Miguel and like the canon events and whatnot. Like she was straight up ready to let that dude die. The one that yeah. Miles ended up saving. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm like, that's not very Spider Man of you. <laughs> Considering that, you know, when she uh, gets taken out of the uh, spider society and she has the, the line, we're supposed to be the good guys. It's like, uh, were you one of them earlier? Yeah, I'm like, pick a team, lady. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, gosh, like it that was all of that was really well done. Um, I don't know. I loved the writing just as much as the story. But I think kind of like what you brought up with Gwen, because like it kind of is like a backhand handed thing with the writing for her character. I think that's going to lose me a point. So I'm going to give writing a 95. That's about where where I was thinking, too. It's it's slightly lower. But I mean, Gwen kind of still just as good. Yeah. All right. Um. So jumping on over to acting. We have a freaking star-studded cast here. Like, it's freaking ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> so we got Shamik Moore, who plays Miles Morales. Haley Steinfeld, who plays Gwen Stacy. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who voices Jeff Morales. Luna Lauren Velez, who plays Rio Morales. Jake Johnson, who plays Peter B. Parker. Oscar Isaac, who voices Miguel O'Hara. Jason Schwartzman, who voices The Spot. Issa Rae, who voices Jessica Drew. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who plays Hobie Brown or Spider-Punk. Uh, Karan Sony, who plays Pavatir Prabharkar. Prabhar- <laughs> that that's really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that's all the people of, of note. Oh, apparently they got someone else to voice, like, the other Miles. Whoa, really? Yeah. So, uh, Jarrell Jerome voices Miles G. Morales. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't catch that. I didn't either. Yeah, I thought it was still Shamir. Shamik, I'm sorry. Yeah, guess not. Interesting. So, I think this goes without saying. Number one is Miles. Uh, that is actually not the same for me. Yo, what? <laughs> no, nah, sorry. Number one for me is okay. Haley Seinfeld. Uh, so hit, 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 hit me. Wait, what? You are out of your mind. How am I out of my mind? 
She was just as good. I feel it should right. be hey. like, oh, if you if you picked one or the other for number one, completely understandable. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I freaking like. Don't get me wrong. I loved her, love her to death. But next to Shamik Moore, like tough call, tough freaking call. Wow. All right. So, what's your top three look like then? Okay. So, like I said, number one, even though apparently it's a freaking you're out of your goddamn mind decision. Uh, number one is Haley Steinfeld. Number two, I'm going to give to Shamik. He was fantastic. Like, don't get me wrong. I loved him as Miles once again, but I just loved Haley Steinfeld a little more. Um, but number three, I'd actually probably give to Jason Schwartzman for a... Uh, Ooh, good call. Spot. Like, I was going to give it to Jake Johnson for Peter B. Parker because I loved him once again, but for, he wasn't in, in it that much, unfortunately, which I hated. I wanted him in it so much more, and I really hope he's in the third one a lot. Um, but I freaking loved what Jason Schwartzman did with the spot and, like, honestly, how he could change his he, – he, he could honestly change his vocal tone for how we started with him being so silly – when we're first introduced to him and then working our way to the ending to when like, you're just like, okay, holy shit. He can actually be a very intimidating villain. Yeah, dude, that was the biggest freaking surprise for, for me. Like, right? Holy balls. Yeah. Um, so that is my yeah, top three. Okay. So my number one, obviously is going to be Shamik Moore as, as miles. My number two, though, I'm giving to freaking Oscar Isaac is Miguel O'Hara. Oh, you dude, did not he... just bump him. Wow. I you put dude, him above the, Haley Steinfeld? The, the margins are ridiculously close. But I liked Miguel just a hair more. Like I've always kind of been a fan of, of Spider-Man 2099. And I don't know. Freaking... Miguel was was freaking nuts, dude. Like how intimidating he was. he was, how sympathetic he he ended up becoming kind of to a little bit, kind like barely. Like yeah. he he could almost be like an another like antagonist in this movie. True. But I can't believe that you had him beat Spider-Gwen. Wow. Yeah, but like it's ser- it's barely, dude. I I love how Haley Haley Steinfeld. For okay, all considering that's a hot call, yeah, that's a hot call. So you can't give me shit for putting Haley above <laughs> Shamik. We're even with that. Uh, okay, fair, fair. <laughs> Just saying, we're even. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I I freaking loved Oscar Isaac as as Miguel. I thought he was wonderfully cast. I absolutely agree. Uh, so, what are you? What are you going to end up giving? Acting. Wait. Okay. So, sorry, I just want to confirm that Haley Steinfeld was your number three. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld's number three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> acting, just because I feel everyone did such a great job. Like, I can't think of anyone that didn't bring their a game when it comes to voice acting um 
you know what? I'm going to be the same as my story. I'm going to go on 96. Damn, I might be a little bit higher than you. I, I'm at like 97. Nice. I think the only character that I had issues with their voice acting was um, maybe some of like the extra Spider-Men. Okay. Like, there enough. were some that were just like a little overly goofy for me. Is it like? I mean, it was in the trailer, but what about like the scene where he's just like, "What?" And then your uncle died. Was it like those kind of that kind it, of scenes? It was that. Um, the only one that like kind of made me roll my eyes, but didn't really affect my score was uh, Ben Riley. Okay. And, so he was voiced by Andy Samberg, but I thought he was so freaking funny, dude. He was. Oh yeah, I know. I Although, love that he I will admit. Had, like... <laughs> What's that? I don't want to when it, when it comes to like the funny Spider Man, I would get I I feel uh, Karan Sony's Spider Man or uh, what was his uh, uh, Spider Man India? <laughs> yeah, Spider Man India. I thought he had like the best jokes when it came to a comedic Spider-Man. Oh yeah. The best. The best. But like Ben Riley was was so he's one that like I had no issues with the Spider-Man India. But Ben Riley, okay. he's one that I had issues with, but All right. liked him just enough for him to not affect the score. F- All right, fair enough. Like I I love that he like when he had Miles in like a freaking death lock. He's just like I got you like pinned with my muscles that you can't quite <laughs> that are quite like a little unrealistic and and they're purport like proportionally impossible uh. muscles. <laughs> oh shit! And what? then when he's like he's like adjusting himself when he's like trying to spy on Miles and he's just like sits perfect and he's like perfect pose <laughs> it's like you're so stupid yeah but i freaking love you <laughs> oh shit yeah but uh yeah spider-man india was the bomb and then spider punk ended up being like really freaking cool too dude freaking when he uh takes off his mask and freaking Miles is just like, how do you look even cooler without your mask on? <laughs> He's got a point. Kid's got a point. <laughs> he really did. Dude, I freaking loved his commentary. Like when when Mayday is just like crawling around and she's like, he's like, your kid's an anarchist. Crapping on society. <laughs> <laughs> or the, that like when the big hole appears, he's just like. It's, uh, or what's it, just something about, um, capitalism. Yeah. Like, it's a symbol of, uh, capitalism. It's a big asshole eating up the universe, you asshole. <laughs> but I, I, I freaking oh. love, it's one of those things I'm like, you're such a douche, but I freaking love you for it. Yeah, right? Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, he was great. I love that no one really paid him any mind. So when he was just like, yeah, I quit. I'm out. I'm like, no one heard you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one batted an eye. Oh, so yeah. Fregan loved him. Right, uh, so moving on over to character development. What are you thinking with, uh, with the development of, of Miles? Fantastic. 
Uh, I mean, they literally just built off the what we got from him in the first one, and just honestly just pushed it up to an eleven. I I loved his character development so much uh, in this movie. Um, just seeing him struggle with you know wanting to be Spider-Man, but also not wanting to have to deal with the circumstances, what is set in stone for what has to happen uh, when you're Spider-Man and him wanting to stray away from that and be his own, his own version of Spider-Man was absolutely freaking fantastic. Um, His struggle with, you know, his parents um, just trying to, you know, still make them proud, but do his own thing, especially, you know, with his dad and, you know, everything that was leading up to that and the chance that uh, he might die in his universe, which considering that he ends up in another universe where his dad is already dead, freaking mind F right there. That was insane. Um, but yeah, no, for, yeah, I, I freaking loved the character development. Like I said, they, they built, they took what, uh, an amazing character he was in into the spider verse and just freaking cranked it up to an 11 and gave him even more uh character development loved it yeah dude it it's it's interesting the the like the contrast between like previous spider men that we've seen and and obviously with miles too but and then like seeing the parallels between the stories like the yes. the the contrast between this version and other Spider-Man is when like it's kind of like a rehashing of Spider-Man 2 for me um ooh that's like, a good point way. i like that Be- yeah cuz it's 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 peter or it's peter slash miles dealing with attempting to manage both sides of his life trying to manage the peter parker and the spider-man and with miles trying to be miles morales and spider-man at the same time yeah and so dealing with that being unsuccessful and it seems like that's something that all spider people deal with where it's like i can do both and it's everyone everyone like eventually gets to the point where they realize like no i can't and so seeing that and then, like I said, the parallels between the story of both of what Miles was dealing with, with his parents pushing for him to pursue a future with a that's like more local, kind of pushing him into what they think his future should look like for. And then Miguel pushing him like, this is what your future is. It is set in stone like this is what all spider people have to deal with. And you like suck it up, and in both of those stories, he's like, "No, like, there's another way." Or if the, if there isn't, like, I'm going to find out by myself. Like, I don't need you telling me that. Yeah. So I I freaking loved both of those stories like so freaking much, and it just it showed that he. Where maybe he didn't necessarily like he knew what he wanted, it was mm-hmm. just demanding that from people. Yeah. So I I I thought he, he was handled excellently. Um, I'm I'm probably probably somewhere around like a ninety one for character development though. I can match it there. Like I I 
Yeah, like, maybe there were some issues here and there, not too many, but... Alright, going on over to effects. I will fight you if animation. I will fight you if you want to give it anything less than 100. (laughs) You weren't going to have to fight me whatsoever, and I feel like you knew that. I am absolutely going to make sure. Even though this movie kind of hurt my brain at times. Fair. Same. And the like, this is a movie that I'm going to have to watch multiple times to freaking get everything that they shot at us. Yeah, dude, dude, like literally just freeze framing every single area of the uh, spider society so you can see every single little thing that uh, is in the background. Because apparently like someone took a was able to get a screenshot and you like all the way in the background in one scene, you can actually see see like a freaking Spider-Man popsicle just floating in the air. I was like, that's, that's freaking awesome. It's awesome. I love it. Dude, I love that we got to see um, like all the different variations of Spider-Man. Other than, did we see Tom? No, we did not. I didn't think so. I like no. we saw, we saw Toby. Duh. We saw, we saw Andrew. Andrew. We saw PS4. We saw Spectacular Spider-Man. I didn't see the 90s Spider-Man. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed with that. I was really hoping we'd see the 90s Spider-Man. Like, we, dude, for all we know, we could have. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> when, this comes, when this comes out on digital, you know, just going screen, screenshot yeah. by screenshot, and we find, be like, there he is! Yeah, I'm, dude, that's no joke. That's a scene that I'm going to, or I'm going to be like, have it paused and just go frame by frame. Yeah, right. Um yeah, I didn't see 90 Spider-Man. There's a few different Spider-Man that we didn't see, but I mean at least some of like the big ones I'm I'm glad that we got to. So, uh, like it was it was just jam-packed. And dude, yeah, one dude, thing seriously. One thing that I really appreciated is that they didn't use the multiverse to like hit us in the nostalgia. Yeah, I did appreciate that a lot. Yeah, I love that they used it just enhance the story around it. Instead of like, oh, look at, like, here, you remember this guy? Remember this guy? That's why I'm kind of, like, glad that some of these people were, like, kind of thrown in the background. Yeah, same here. Like, there was definitely, some, like, the, the spectacular Spider-Man being, like, in the forefront. Like, that was nice to see. Um, But, yeah, like, it wasn't, like... Andrew wasn't like the a big staple. Toby wasn't like a main staple. Like they were showing off all the different Spider-Man dealing with all this different shit. Yeah. And just it's like how do we best portray that? Obviously like one of these other Spider-Man dealt with this. And like, yeah. oh, this Spider-Man dealt with this, like we could show him that I that's what I really appreciate. And it was just beautifully shot. I love the different animation styles. Like, I thought this was going to look awkward, kind of all grouped together, but it ended up working really well. It really did. It looks so freaking good. The only... The only things I had issues with, at least in terms of, like, how things kind of uh, flow together, was live-action characters. Fair. It... 
in some instances they did look out of place. Yeah, like I like with freaking giant, <laughs> giant prowler. Like that was just like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, agreed. So yeah, um, yeah, hundred hundred around the board with that one. <laughs> All right, music. This was a dope ass freaking soundtrack, dude. Seriously, and I know um a lot of I mean like you saw in that a uh, TikTok comment how they brought up um Spider Man twenty ninety nine's uh uh music yeah dude freaking amazing like oh my god just whenever dude, like all of a sudden it. you sorry you go it had prowler vibes dude yeah seriously like all of a sudden he'd just be walking your bar i'm like oh god that's so badass that oh my gosh such a good soundtrack dude seriously. such a good soundtrack ah uh, and then like the the songs that they play like i th- this is one, the soundtrack was damn near perfect. The only thing missing was just one, like, a super catchy song. I honestly wish that they could have worked in Sunflower again into this. Because I feel that the first one is so well known for it. And just, I don't know, I kind of missed it in this one. Yeah. So, I I don't know about you, if you're, like, at a 10 or not. But I, I'm not quite there i'm I'm sitting I'm, at a solid I'm, nine i'm not either yeah same here all right next up we got costumes so for an animated movie this is more character design and whatnot bra <laughs> yeah exactly bra fan freaking tastic they improved on everything <laughs> dude seriously like oh my like I didn't think that they could improve on the freaking texture or animation that they had on like literally all the spider suits, especially Gwen and Miles, but they did it. The, the texture is insane for how it how it looked on those those spider costumes. Dude, it was so freaking good. I loved Miles' new suit. Like even though everyone yeah, dude, was giving him so a hard good. time, like oh you bleeding out your armpits. <laughs> Uh, oh so good though yeah so i i hope that they do follow up and are like yeah we'll get you a new suit at least what uh peter b parker said yeah he's like yeah like we'll get you a new suit don't worry but loved his i suit. really hope with peter b parker like i don't know what it was i was not a fan of him wearing that robe dude they overdid it the yeah sweatpants were enough I, I would have been fine if he just had the class. Yeah, if he would have just had the sweatpants again, I'd have been fine with it. But yeah, the robe was a little too much. And then the freaking bunny slippers. Wait, yeah, did he have they, slippers? Yeah, he freaking had the bunny okay. slippers over his damn spider boots. Okay, yeah, that's what. Yeah, like, come on. Like, don't they, make Peter went, B. Parker more of a joke than people already think he is, which he's not. Yeah. Dude. <sighs> If you want to show us, like, disgruntled dad, like, spider dad, all you had to do was have him wear the, the freaking baby Bjorn. Like, that yeah. would have been more than enough for me. Like, have him Agreed. wear that with a Absolutely freaking, agreed. like, diaper bag. Yes. Yeah, that would have been just fine. 
Yeah, you didn't need the freaking robe. You didn't need the like. Was he wearing sweatpants? Uh, I don't think he was actually. Okay, got, so it was just the robe. I'm, I'm gonna see if there is a clear picture. Okay, but I knew I know there was the bunny slippers, and I know that there was the robe. Both of those, one hundred percent unnecessary. Yes. Um. Honestly, I wish that he would have just been in his suit more. Like, just the plain old suit. I know, I agree. Okay, so he actually had... So he had a character poster. And so... Ah, dang it. No, it's not going to show you bastards. So it actually... So he didn't... Okay, so this is how it was. So his slippers were like the... Sli- the uh, they were kind of like slipper sandals because he was wearing like straight up white socks over his Spider-Man um, shoes. Um, Dumb. <laughs> yeah, right. But so yeah, he wasn't wearing he wasn't wearing sweatpants. It was just uh, you could still see just his classic like Spider-Man blue um, outfit. But yeah, yeah, they forget- went too much. They really did. Yeah, way too much. Too too far. Yeah, but uh, he was such a minor part. Um, freaking Miguel's suit was the, the freaking shit. Oh yeah, dude, his was killer. So good. Spider Gwen looked awesome. Uh, Spider Woman looked awesome. I wish she was uh, in it, more, dude. Though. I, f- I do too. I freaking love that they, like, what they did with her, like the 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 race swapping. Yeah, like, that that was, that was fantastic. That was great. Loved it. Yeah, so I'm I'm so glad they did that. Um, like it just added like a really fun character. Like not saying that that yeah, she's not fun or whatever. Like normally, it's just yeah, you know. Yeah. No. No. I get you. Um, trying to think of anyone else that. Like stood out, Pi- or Spider Punk was the was the bomb. Spider Man India oh, yeah. got a freaking upgrade from God himself. <laughs> Dude, have you seen like <laughs> other like Spider Man India? No, this is my first introduction to Spider Man India. So Spider Man India, normally he is seriously just in like just a normal Spider Man, like red and blue Spider Man suit with like big. Aladdin type pants. Oh, okay. Like that's base like that's comic accurate Spider Man India. Hmm. So what they gave us a huge improvement. Yeah. Um I definitely agree. I mean I I I guess what? I can't agree because you know, never seen it, but I I'll take your word for it. Dude, one thing I wish that they would have been a little bit more clear on um was if he had webbing or not. Fair that yeah that, that's fair because it it seemed like he was using his uh, his beasters as like a yo yo and I thought that maybe that was like his webbing yeah so that was like super unclear fair. yeah no that's that's a very good point but I mean despite my issues like he looked incredible yeah he everyone really looked did. incredible oh yeah so. I don't know about you. I'm at a freaking 10 with this one. Oh, yeah. Easy. All right. Last up, we got our own personal score. You want to take this one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So, yeah. Uh, wow. Sorry, I had a huge brain fart. I'm really sorry. Um. So yeah, overall, uh, this movie has definitely uh, gotten better at the more that I thought about it. Honestly, I'm, I'm grateful that I had a couple days to sit on it um, because my score just got higher and higher, uh, honestly. Um, because this is a great middle chapter in what I hope is one of the best superhero, trilo- superhero trilogies that we, we ever get. Um, we are given amazing character development for not only Miles, but for Gwen. Uh, the Spider Society, the whole Spider-Verse is taken to great new heights and done very, very well. Um, just every character that we get introduced to here has a purpose of being there and none of them are wasted. Um, just such a, such a great second movie and I, I seriously cannot wait to see where they go um, after this one. Uh, so for me personally, I think I'm going to give this, um, I think I'm going to go a 90, I'll go a 95. Yeah, I I have a real hard time disagreeing with that. Like, I, I think I'm at a 95 as well. Actually, you know what? I think I'm around a 97. I ha- this is one of my favorite animated movies just of all time. Um with the first one being like right up there with it. Like I had an absolute blast. The movie was emotional, it was funny. It was it was everything you want out of a, a Spider-Man film. Dude, straight up. And the hype for this I thought was maybe a little overdone, but it was well deserved. <laughs> it, yeah, it really wasn't. Honestly, I was afraid of how the reviews were going to be because it felt like they were lifting the embargo a little, a little late. I felt, um, and maybe it's just because I remember when the first one came out, they lifted the embargo. I think like a month before it came out, so it got people to see just how great this movie was and get them, you know, a little more interested in it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it, it definitely, uh, was, it, it was definitely worth, uh, the wait, and it definitely deserved the uh, reviews and praise that it got. Absolutely. Um, I think with the first one, why may, why maybe they released or the embargo so early was to help build up hype and the reason they waited so long for this one is because the movie didn't really need it everyone knew how good the it's first true one i love um that um so the first one unfortunately didn't do that well in theaters like you know it only made like 30 something million dollars salty or uh, no it was no i'm sorry it was like 300 million i think like thirty, dude that's yeah bullshit. dude that would suck <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, But it definitely found its stride on Netflix. And so you can definitely tell that, you know, when the sequel was finally announced and it was and it finally came out, the people that backed that movie showed up for this one for how amazing the opening was for this movie. Um, I did you see the freaking numbers that this movie opened with? Dude, it was freaking ridiculous numbers, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was, I think, the second highest uh, opening of the year just behind the Super Mario Bros. uh, movie. 
Um, yeah, it was. Dude, that makes freaking... me so freaking happy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Same here. Uh, so dude, Disney, Disney doesn't stand a freaking chance. At no, the... best animated of the year. No. So yeah, it earned 120 million. Just domestically, Damn. uh, worldwide, 208 million for its first weekend. Good hell, dude. That so that's actually a little lower than what I thought, or than what I assumed it got. Because I I was thinking, at least domestically, that it was around like one twenty five ish. That no, that's fair. I mean, that I honestly didn't expect it to get that high, but I'm so glad it did. Because yeah, they're saying is it was roughly three times as much as the opening of the first film. Dude, I wonder if how if how crammed this summer is. If that's going to affect the box office at all, dude, I hope not. I really hope uh, a lot of people are saying that this movie's going to have legs, and I really hope it does because I want this movie to get to the billion dollar club so much, but I'm scared mm-hmm. that it won't just because of how crowded this uh, this summer movie season is. And honestly, it really makes me question why didn't some of these movies like come out and april like why did they just leave april all to the super mario bros movie like i i'm happy they did i'm happy for how successful <laughs> dude it's nintendo been. nintendo was just singing everyone else's praises they're just like thank you for making us a no seriously i mean i i don't i think i told you already it beat frozen so now it's number two um Damn, so it's fro- yeah good. frozen two's number one and now frozen or now super mario is uh number two um, but just, I feel like I, I get that Disney wanted to release, um, you know, for Memorial day with the little mermaid, but I feel that it could have still done very well if they would have released it in, uh, April. Oh yeah. I think it would have freaking soared in April. Yeah. Like, especially if it would have released it around like spring break time, perfect timing for it. But what do we know? Right. Uh, so yeah. Uh, like I said, Yeah. So, like I said, I, I'm giving it a 97. Uh, so, with that, that wraps up this week's breakdown. Uh, going through the categories real quick. Starting off with story. Uh, we ended up both giving it a 96. We were actually pretty in agreement with most of this. <laughs> so, yeah, we gave it was... a 96 in story. Awesome. Uh, a 95 in writing. Uh, 96 and a half in acting. Uh, character development was the lowest score we gave, uh, sitting at a 91. Effects absolutely gave it up 100. The music was a 9, just because the scores were incredible. Um, the costumes or just character designs were 10. Um, and then our personal score averaged out to a 96. Uh, so with that, the final All Bros letter grade for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has come out to a... It cracked an A. Yes! That's what I'm it, 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 it was a, It's a half point higher than like our cutoff for an A. Or actually, that's not true. Our cutoff for an A is 94. This ended up getting a 95.56. Damn, that's awesome. 
Oh, that makes me so happy. Well, well deserved. Yeah, dude. Straight up. Oh, that's so awesome. Dude. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh. I'm freaking over the moon about that. That's freaking yeah. awesome. Dude, same here. So, oh boy. Whoa. This is going to be controversial. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, going what it is above first. So, like I said, this is at a 95.56. That puts it above Bohemian Rhapsody, which is at a 95. It is above the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is at a 94.62. It is above Avengers Endgame, which is at a 94.06. Oh, shit. It is above War of the Planet of the Apes, which is at a 93.12. Fair. I'll take it. And then finally, it is above Avengers Infinity War, which is at a 92.9. Damn. This is where we're going to get freaking dicey. So it ended up below Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I'm okay with that. Sorry. I I liked Volume 3 still a little more. Still my favorite superhero movie of the year. Don't get me wrong. I love to cross the Spider-Verse, but Guardians 3 is still my favorite. Yeah, and it is below Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, yeah, people are going to get mad at us for that. They are going to get real pissy about that. <laughs> oh, shit. Ugh. But, dude, that means it got it got above into the Spider-Verse. That's awesome. Yeah, so it, it scored. So it's a 3% difference. Into the Spider-Verse got a 92.59, where Across the Spider-Verse got a 95.56. Damn. That's freaking awesome, though. Yeah. So, I I'm not unhappy. I'm not either. Yeah, I'm not either. So, so I like I said, it kind of might be a controversial take for some people, um, but not for us. <laughs> exactly. We apologize for nothing. No, we do not. Not one little thing. <laughs> All right. Well. I believe that wraps up this week's headliner. Uh, we had an absolute blast. Yes, we this, did. Um, testing something out a little bit. I think we have some maybe some connection issues we need to f- figure out. But other than that, like this might be a regular thing for us. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so next week. Uh, you guys could look forward to us breaking down Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Uh oh. Yeah, Caleb is gone. just me. Rutro. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't know what happened there. Yeah, dude. That, that... <laughs> I freaking like refreshed. What the fuck? Okay, interesting. Yeah, I was like, no, I did not. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't freaking jack up our upload. Yeah, do. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, anyway. So next week, you guys can look forward to the... Uh, yeah, us break 
down Transformers and on t- podcast, I'm Caleb. Yeah, I'm Jonathan. <laughs> we'll catch you guys <laughs> next week. This is show long. <laughs> what the hell? I'm trying out a new voice. I'm trying out a new voice, man. What? Freaking Carl Weezer having? Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Judy will be mine. <laughs> okay, that one wasn't half bad. Though. Okay, yay, good. <laughs>